Hey, hey, Donna Price here, the host of Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. I am thrilled that you have joined the show so that you can hear from Visionary Womenpreneurs, their journey to success, the challenges, the hurdles, the successes, and the celebrations to making a difference in the world. We believe that Visionary Womenpreneurs impact not only their families, their customers, their clients, but also their communities, and that ripples out into the world. When you're a successful entrepreneur, you make a difference. This show is all about how to do that, how to become a visionary womenpreneur and make it big in the world. I'm excited to bring to you guests and episodes focused on business building strategies for your success. So let's get started. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio, where we talk with incredible women making a difference in the world. I'm your host, Donna Lynn Price with Compass Rose Consulting, and I'm thrilled that you have joined me today. Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio can be heard on all of the major podcasting platforms, as well as on YouTube and our Facebook group, Visionary Womenpreneurs. I'm thrilled to have Liv Skrinovic, Skrvanic, hope I'm getting that right, with me today. Liv is internationally board certified in clinical hypnotherapy, a practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom technique, time techniques, She's a success life coach, intuitive, energy healer, and quantum field facilitator. Through her extensive training and experience, she helps others release deeply rooted beliefs and ways of thinking that are the obstacles to reaching their goals and living their life by design. Liv has brought with her an incredible gift that she's going to be offering, so be sure to stay with us to hear all about it. Well, Liv Skrinovich, I want to welcome you to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. I'm so thrilled to have you here today and excited to talk to you about releasing blocks through energy healing. So welcome. Well, thank you, Donna. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm so grateful that you invited me. Well, thanks. Let's start talking about energy healing and just kind of give people like a little definition of it, and then tell us how you found and how you got started in energy healing. Okay. Well, there's a lot of modalities out there um, for energy healing. And um, the way that I look at it with my clients and myself is um, everything is energy. Uh, Quantum physics, you know, physics has uh, proved that, you know, it's just energy vibrating at a different frequency you know different things that's why my table is solid (laughs) that's why i'm you know i feel differently but um anyway what energy healing is is um removing blocks which come from like negative feelings or negative emotions negative thoughts those sort of things so that source energy which is um Some people refer to that energy as God energy, God source energy, uh, the universe or source. You know, there's all different types of terminology for it. I look at it as creator energy, God source energy. And um, energy healing is basically removing the blocks that are blocking that uh, energy that's the natural flow of life through the body, basically, is what I'm referring to because that's where we feel the blocks of pain of that energy being blocked. Okay. That it sounds powerful. So how did you find energy healing and get started? Like what was your journey to get here? Cause I'm sure there's a story there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there is. I am um, from the time I was 18 months old, I experienced intense, asthma and the reason why i say i experienced it like a lot of people will say about the um affliction that they're experiencing as my asthma or my arthritis where i don't um 
I don't do that. I don't personify it as belonging to me <clears throat> because I did not invite it into my existence. So I had that asthma. Yeah. And from the time I was 18 months old. And um, it was um, a horrific experience. I was in and out of the hospital and I was on multiple inhalers. I was on cortisone shots and pills. Um, it was so bad that my pediatrician actually taught my mother how to give me shots in the arm wow. to keep me from having to, you know, go to the emergency room <clears throat> because in the summer it was just everything that, <clears throat> excuse me, bloomed, I was allergic to. So at, at an early age, I didn't voice this to anybody, but I have this memory that goes way back. But I never thought I should have had it in the first place. I never understood why I had it. And my family had told me, like my grandmother on my mom's side had it, my mom's mother and my dad's father had it. And so they said, that's why I had it, but I didn't believe that. <clears throat> um, so uh, they told me that I would grow out of it when I got into my 20s. And my 20s came and I still had the asthma. You know, it was more controlled because of the medications that had come out, but I still didn't feel, I, I always felt that there was some way that I should be relieved of this. Um, it was, my parents did everything they could. They went to all the different links to uh, find a cure, like they even had herbs from Africa that they, we would mix with my dad's uh, homemade wine that was supposed to cure the asthma, but it didn't. And so um, what happened when I was 48, I still had it. And I started learning about um, emotional freedom technique, EFT. Okay. And I wasn't even thinking about the asthma because I thought I'd always have it because I still had it. But the, what is singular is the fact that I learned it and I was tapping on a different issue had nothing to do with the asthma in my mind. Right. And um, when that issue released, you know, I felt the relief of it being gone, but um, the asthma released with it. Wow. In one afternoon, you're talking about decades of dealing with this, but in one afternoon, it was gone. And I took in this big, I took in the largest breath that I ever had taken. I mean, I almost got dizzy. That's how much oxygen came into my body. And that was it for me. Then I started understanding how, you know, because it was an emotional thing that I was tapping on. Right. But I understood at that moment that everything, the experience with the asthma was connected to an emotional uh, thing that I had been carrying around. And I don't know why I even had it at 18 months old, this issue. Um, but in research, what I did find out is that we inherit even beliefs. We inherit, you know, and it can go back eight generations or more. They can only test eight generations back. So, and you know, when my mother was carrying me, I don't know what she was going through at the time, you know, yeah. so that was my first experience and that was it for me and i was able because i had horrible hay fever um where my eyes would swell up shut but i was able through energy and natural healing to release all of those allergies and so that was that got my attention and i knew that there were so many more people out there that were suffering and um i felt called to do it and find out all i could so it sounds like your path totally changed from this experience of healing your own asthma and allergies. Is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So now you work with other people on, with using emotional freedom technique? Well, it's gone even beyond that. Yes, I do work with other people because I'm, I'm an international board certified clinical hypnotherapist as well. And 
a practitioner in emotional freedom technique and time techniques and also neural linguistic programming. So I wanted to learn all about all that I could about the mind because um, consciousness moves first before anything else happens. It's consciousness that moves first. So I wanted to find out what happens in the thought process because I came from a very traditional family and some of the area that I was venturing off into, it didn't go there. You know, that wasn't something that um, I was taught. I was taught not to (laughs) go there, but something kept nudging me because there was a truth there that I was looking for. And um, so I found out as much as I could about the mind and the unconscious part of the mind which is, um, it's like over 99% of the human mind. We have two parts. We have basically the conscious part, which you and I are using right now. I'm talking, you're listening. But what part of the mind is beating our heart? Right. And bringing the air in through our lungs and distributing it. That's the unconscious part of the mind. And everything you know, there's so many things that are, that live there and operate from there. And it's in every part of your body because when we're in vitro and in infancy, it's the unconscious part of your mind that programs all, all of your cells, the bodily organs, all the systems to, um, you know, develop, you know, in a few, few days we're um, regulating our temperature then regulating our blood pressure and then learning how to eliminate waste. And then a few days later, you know, muscle movement and all that's within the unconscious part of your mind where you'll hear the terminology subconscious and unconscious. Well, the subconscious is part of the unconscious part of your mind, but the conscious part that we're using right now, it's only 25%. I mean, it's only a quarter of 1% of the human mind. So this is something that I teach all my clients because I also give them tools to use so that they can just release things in their lives. Like we hear about stress management yeah. and I help, I, that's one thing that I do, but it's not management. There's so many, many programs out there for stress management. And the reason why is because one size of management does not fit all. What I do is I do stress release because we're all wired the same way. And when you, and what you want to do, when I think of managing something, I think of managing my bank account or what we're going to eat for dinner or the grocery list, you know, those types of things that happen over and over and over again. But when you release something, you let it go. Like the, the inhalers and the pills for the um, asthma to prevent the asthma attack, to manage the asthma. That's what it did. It managed the asthma. And I have to tell you, when I was um, going through that entire experience, one thing that I realized was that I was not sucking on that inhaler all day long to continue to breathe. What I realized was there was an intelligence in the body, inherent in the body, and I would, um, when I had, when the event happened, I I take a couple puffs off the inhaler, and it I realized without anybody telling me that it triggered something that was already inherent in my body. Right. And so there was just an imbalance there, and that's what I realized. Um, so I think I kind of went off the deep end there. That's okay. But I think the body is so capable of so much healing that we don't acknowledge or tap into. And, you know, so if you're able to trigger something with your inhaler that <clears throat> brings you into balance, how do you trigger that without the inhaler? And that's exactly. what it sounds like you've you've done and then to release it as well. I think with the, um, like tying it to emotions, I think as an 18 month old or an infant or a seven year old, there's things that can happen in your life that you perceive, 
you know, it's, all, it's about perception to a certain extent. And it could be something that right now you or I could see and be like, no big deal. But as that small child, you interpret it and it's scary or it's hurtful, but that might not have even been, you know, like the intent of something that happened. I know like I have a memory and it looks like when I was young, so like six, like it's a dark memory, but I don't think it was really a dark event, but that's kind of how the memory is of it. Like my interpretation of, of, of the experience. So I think, and to find ways to heal things like that, that aren't, that actually release it, I think is so empowering for people to like be able to just like let it go. It is. You, you are spot on with that. And to be able to help people to do that, you know, like I had a client, <clears throat> she traveled some way to um, see me because I do long distance healing as well. <clears throat> Um, I have a client in Ireland who was an asthmatic as well, who I helped to release that where she was able to go on her runs without even taking her inhaler. And she was in Ireland. So it doesn't matter where we're at. You know, we're all part of the, we are the quantum field basically. Right. And there's no time or space there as, as they've proven. But um, I had a client uh, that came here. She was, you know, had been going through some things. And anyway, I use, um, I'm very intuitive, so I know which techniques to use on different people. And, um, and it's all non-invasive. It's so uh, quick to release as well. And she had, since she was three years old, she's had this pressure right here and so we started going through the uh, process that I do. And, um, you know, I check in with her to see uh, where she's at. And she said, you know, I feel, she said, it's releasing. You know, she felt the relief. She said, but there is a, a hook. She felt the energy like a hook right here. And so I continued. And then she was, her eyes just got big. She said, my God, it's gone. And that happens time and time and time again. It's just helping people with the experience, which raises their belief level. Yeah. And it's a lot easier for them to use the tools that I do give them so that they can do it themselves at home. Because my practice is about helping people to heal and release those energy blocks. It's not about, I very, very rarely, um, very rarely do people tell me I, I my therapy I, I don't have them relive the pain because I don't see yeah. any purpose in that release it and it's not about coming back time and time and time and time again rehashing the old the same old things that brought them here in the first place the thing to do is to help them to release it so they can move on with their lives um, I have uh, people that come to me who have been molested in childhood oh, and wow. that is a heavy dark thing to yep. carry around and to be able to like the event happened but um what i do is release that energy and emotion around the event one woman was even able to forgive her um abuser but the, that's not the point the point is to free that person right that event and um, like one of my uh, clients, well, I have some that are, you know, overweight and um, I'll go through the regular protocol that, that I do for weight release, not weight loss, <laughs> because we have a subconscious program running. If we lose something, it searches to find it. So that's why language is very important, weight reduction or weight release, not weight loss. But anyway, um, what we found out, um, what I explained to her because she was having trouble changing the uh, things that she was eating. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, because of that experience, 
that you had early on, what your body does is it's trying to protect you. And the only way it knows how is to create these layers right. around you like a shield. And until we release the emotion around that event, um, that's what it's yep. going to keep doing, which drives the eating behaviors. And so um, we were able to release that uh, emotion around the event. Not, she said, I don't know if I, I said, you don't have to forgive anybody. This is about you right. and releasing that. So you're free. And so we did that. And then in two weeks, she had dropped 10 pounds. Wow. Just, and not changing. I mean, I do teach people how to eat so that their body does yeah. what it's supposed to do. And she started following that. But getting rid of those, that emotional turmoil, because they're, they're like, um, in Sanskrit, it's called sanskaram. And what it is are, uh, if you don't release these inner, these uh, types of energy, they're like energy vortexes. They're, they are vortexes yeah. of energy that embed themselves within your body. And most of the time, it's near a major organ system. Mm. And then if you don't release that, then, you know, then you get the tumors and you get, you know, right. things progress from there. Right. It's, it's very important. And you know what? We feel very heavy with these things. We, they're so intense. It doesn't make sense that something so simple can release them when they've been with you for so long. Because like what you were saying about this event that you had, how old were you? Probably six. Okay. Because between the ages of zero to seven, we're a sponge. Right. Yeah. And we're taking in everything around us, even the emotions of that event from someone else. And right. that gets into your auric field, which is, you know, our, our electromagnetic field that we have, which is very perme permeable, but it is like, um, how do I want to say, software. And there are programs that run that are in your electromagnetic field. Have you ever been in a situation where you go somewhere new or, you know, you're going to an event, you're in a great mood, and then you go to this event and then, um, or the store, even just in the grocery line, and all of a sudden your mood shifts yeah. to a lower vibration. That is because um, everybody's auric field is permeable and programs are running in it. Right. And someone's, what happens is a program that's running in someone else's field that is of a lower vibration than yours will jump into your auric field. Mm. So you have to clean that out. And that's one of the first things that I do with my clients is clean that auric field. And um, it's amazing the relief yeah. that they feel. Yes. I think it's so. Um... The techniques that are out there these days, maybe they're not new techniques, um, but they feel new because they've become so much more popular. Um, and um, I just think it's wonderful to see techniques that can help people to move forward and take things that have, you know, significant events that are pain or trauma and like release them out of their lives and that's what it sounds like your work is focused on it totally is because the philosophy in the western world the world that we live in and i want to preface this by saying um if something is uh the medical field has done wonders they kept me breathing until I found out how to get, right. you know, release this myself. So it's nothing about that. But in this, in the Western culture, we do, um, they're geared towards treating the symptoms. Yes. And not finding the cause where in the Eastern part of the world, they're all about energy and they're all about finding the cause. One thing that impacted me incredibly was, um, Greg Braden, who is um, 
he he wrote one of his books um, is the Divine Matrix, and that's all about the quantum field and how we affect it with our thoughts, and um, how important it is for us to be feeling from our heart. I mean, this this could be another session, actually, another podcast, but. Um, one of the things is that I have this video I had ordered from one of his programs, and he um, he even talks about it on Gaia. Um, I forget which program it is of his, but um, there was this woman who had this uh, stage four uh, bladder cancer, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and they gave her six weeks to live or something in here in the United States. Yeah. And she found out about this energy healing clinic in the East. I don't know if it was China or Japan. I can't remember, but um, she went there and I actually have this. It's phenomenal. What they did was she went there, they treated her with nutrition and energy work that they did yeah. to um, prepare her for this event. And, um, they went into the, um, wasn't an operating room, but I guess that's what you would call it. But they had a sonic, you know, the sonogram machine there. And they actually took a picture of the tumor and froze that screen. So you could see the size of the tumor that they were working on. And the um, technicians there, the doctors, there were only five people in that room, four, including the patient. And what they did was they didn't, focus on her healing their thought was she was already healed Mm. and what you what they did was they showed like i said they froze part of the screen the other part of the screen was live wow and you could monitor the tumor as they were doing this and within i think it was three minutes because you saw that tumor shrink start moving and then there were a few times where it went in and out of visibility and you know, like the quantum field, you know, you, it, it, well, that's an, <laughs> just for another time, but what the end result was, it was gone within, within five minutes. It had totally dissipated wow. yeah. and was gone. And I'll tell you, I'll give you another example that happened personally for me because I, I'm a juicer as well. I believe in infusing yourself or we're, we are a live organism. And so you want to take in live foods as much as you can. My baby sister had called me um, about a cyst that she had on her ovary. And, you know, she was young. And um, the doctor wanted to put her on medication and also wanted to, uh, told her in three weeks, if it isn't gone, we're going to have to operate. And she was terrified. Yep. And so she called me because I never tell any, I, I don't practice medicine. So people listen to your doctors, you know, and do the, do what they tell you. They will eventually take you off your medication as your condition improves. And so I asked her, I said, Are, what did he give you? And she said, well, I, I didn't take anything. I told him I wanted to work with this a little bit. And so um, I sent her my travel juicer because I, I, <laughs> would send it to hotels when I was traveling because I had I wanted to make sure I had my juice. That's all there is to it. So I gave her a protocol that I had learned and that I do every day. And um, I told her, um, you know, the first thing on your stomach before you eat or drink anything is that green juice. And so she did it. She followed my um, instructions to the letter. And even I taught her about transit times of food through your body so that your food doesn't get blocked, but it goes through your, your body the way that it should. Anyway, she went back in three weeks and it was totally gone. Wow. There was no cyst because those things can't live in a alkaline rich system, which um, a lot of people know. Right. And um, I think what's happening here is, like what you were saying about people want the relief, they want to release things and how the, this, um, these types of techniques are becoming more and more popular because we're realizing here in this country, in the Western world, that um, 
the body is a technology. And um, there's always, there's a disruption. And what we're experiencing in the illness is the cause, is, is the um, effect right. of the disruption. Yeah. Well, and I think people believe that they need to go for like talk therapy, but now there's just many different options and that can be the right place for some people, but there's also other things that you can do to address the stress or the memory or the illness or whatever you're dealing with that can help it. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent. And the talking is, that's part of people who want to talk. Cause I have clients that, that want to talk yep. and which is fine because then I feel uh, almost exactly where that issue is coming from, you know, from their talking and it does, it is a form of release, but um, my thing is don't leave it there. Right. You know, cause one of the first things I ask them is where do you feel this in your body? Bring it, you know, bring it up and allow it to be there. And where are you feeling it in your body? And then that's the area that we release from. And you can do it. It's as simple. One of the techniques is that I send them home with. It's as simple as doing it with your breath. Like when my um, aunt was going to have, um, she's having this, oh, this horrible pain in her hips some years ago before hip sur surgery. And, um, I called her and um, uh, walked her through breathing into that part of the body and exhaling that pain. And when you set your intent to do that, your body's listening. It's listening right. all the time. Yeah. And it's just looking for instruction on what to do. And um, she, um, she felt it leaving her, her body, her back not too long ago was just killing her. She said, I want this pain gone. And I said, well, what are they giving you? She was in New York. You know, I'm way over here on the West Coast. And she said that, um, well, I got these, you know, people coming in, giving me medicine and all this stuff, but nothing is working. And so I walked her through a process where she grounded herself just in her mind mm -hmm. from your root chakra into the ground. And then you expand it, you know, so that it's the width of your body. And then I walked her through a process to breathe that pain down into the root, into the center of the earth. And she was amazed. She said, Livy, it's leaving. It's leaving. She couldn't believe it. And then it was gone. So I checked on her the next day. It still hadn't reoccurred. So there's, we, we, we have so much power uh, untapped for the most right. part. And, um, it's a powerful thing, like in the scripture, it does talk about um, us being made in God's image, mm -hmm. the image of the creator who created everything. And when you think about that, that is a powerful place, realization to be in, to be made in the image. Because the first thing that I thought of when I actually, I had to wipe out everything that I had been taught about you know God and the Bible and everything, but I wanted to know because I knew that there was more to it than that. And so I went through that account in Genesis and then the creation account and then how he made man in his image. And that's where I stopped. I said, okay, what did he mean by that? Right. What had he just got done doing? And he had just finished creating. And so to be made in his image meant that we have the capability to create our realities mm -hmm. and to create the life that we want. And we just have to get rid of this, you know, the, um, the negativity because we have a choice how we feel in any situation, but a lot of it is coming from back here, this part of the brain where it's reactionary, yeah. where we're, you know, programmed basically to react to something instead of sitting back and like, okay, I have a choice. Right. I could either do this or, you know, working with me, I can just let it go or reframe it, even reframing it, but take that emotion away 
from it where you're very yeah. clinical about the situation and that's the relief is so profound that people my my clients go for that that is what they want after they start you know they notice the first relief after right. they come to me because my whole goal when i'm either online with someone or them coming through my to my home office is that when we hang up when we're done they're way better than they were when they came here and it always happens because that's my intent for them right wow and that sounds like people then continue to come or you give them tools that they can continue to use in their lives yes because you i um they come i have some programs that are more extensive like i have a six-month program because things release in layers yeah but the power of the person just emerges like they just flower into this being that they are supposed to be and um it depends on the person and what they're going through but my whole focus is for that person to become whole where they don't even need me anymore. Right. See what I mean? Yeah. Because that's fair. And that yeah. is freedom. Because like even in the, um, uh, in the line of business, you know, like being an entrepreneur, because I was in corporate America for like, <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll tell you this, I started working a job when I was 16 years old and you yeah. know, I got laid off in my senior year, but I was able to collect unemployment. So I've been working my whole life and I was always yeah. used to a paycheck. So this was really different, but I just um, got to a burnout point where I didn't want to do it anymore because I'd be doing it the rest of my life. And, um, there was so much that I had done with healing and I knew I could help other people. And I, um, I had to, everything that I teach my clients are things that I've done to get to the point that I am because I had a lot of stuff that I had to release to empower myself to move forward. And it was always, always stem from what I was thinking. Mm. because what we think and if you have an emotionalized thought whether it's fear or whether it's happiness what it does is that thought um it it vibrates out into the universe yeah. into the quantum field and what it does is it seeks for it seeks um other things of that same vibration right you know like water seeks its own level so do our thoughts and when it's emotionalized and i think everybody knows this at by some form or another if they've done any study in the law of attraction or quantum physics or anything like the observer effect but what it does is it becomes magnetized mm. and it magnetize magnetizes not only the same type of thoughts but person people yeah. places and events into your life so you're creating that it's not and it when you realize that type of power it totally takes you out of the victim mode mm. where you are directing your reality and that's what it's all about that's, that's powerful yeah to switch that mindset of your own of i'm the victim and realize that you don't have to be the the victim anymore no there's a choice yeah because i was thinking um because i always had this like agitation inside of me because i was and it was because you know and i snap at my husband sometimes <laughs> but it was because i wasn't doing what i'm what i what i was passionate about yeah i was like when i was writing a book you know and then i got i stopped writing and then i was all irritated and then i was like well, I had to sit down with myself and I'm like, well, you're irritated because you're not doing what you want to do. So you're looking for it to come out of someone else. Uh -uh. Right. It's all about the self. You know, it's all about you as an individuated consciousness in this sea of consciousness. So. 
And we know what we want to do if you just get quiet. Uh, meditation is so powerful. I do it every day um, to cleanse myself. You know, my because I one thing that I do in the morning is I check what I'm feeling when I as soon as I wake up. That's what am I feeling? And um, if it's a negative thing, you know, I can I know you know right away. And so I cleanse that immediately. And for my husband, because I sleep next to him. And there are things that he's going through that will leak over into my auric field, you know, from his subconscious. You know, if he's going through a bad time, and I feel that. So I just clear both of us. And it's fantastic because he, you know, he feels so much better. You know, he yeah. could tell, he can feel the shift. And it's all about removing that. And, um, but the thing is, we all have the power to do it. Yeah. And so when you're doing that, is that with EFT that you're using then or? You know what? I very rarely use EFT anymore. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's from right here. I, cause as an energy healer, my my business has morphed yeah. <laughs> into um, full blown energy healing and spiritual healing because one of the things is we have to realize that um, it's not just the physical. This is yeah. where we experience things, but like I'm very animated here. You see me <laughs> moving my hands and stuff. That spirit, yeah, that's a source moving through you but it's also intelligent, very intelligent. And we all have a higher self mm -hmm. or the soul, yep. which flows through us. It's those negative things that block that, um, that are blocks. And that's why we're so irritated or we feel like blocks, like a, a, a pressure in our chests, um, in our gut, like it'll tighten or your shoulders or your neck. That's all just because of the negativity that we've picked up and being aware that we picked it up is a first step to releasing it. But um, it blocks that higher consciousness, which helps us live at our full capacity. So what I do is I connect with, I get in a very uh, relaxed mode, like I do when I'm in meditation, my clients are laying down, even if they're long distance, you know, because we do mm -hmm. Skype and Zoom, and they're laying down, and um, my whole intent from my heart, and the heart actually talks to the brain. There's, you know, you have a mind in your heart. There's actually, they've, the, the, there's like 40,000 cells that are wired like the brain here, but um, this brain instructs this one it doesn't go the other way around so there's a way to open that as well um it's called heart math and yeah. uh, <clears throat> but anyway what i do is i connect with that person set my intent what it's going to be for them and i feel i you know i clear my house make sure the energy is great which it usually is all the time but i can feel the source energy come through me to that person to release. You know, I do direct, you know, ask them, where's it at? Because this is, it's not like you're just laying there and like the angels come in or anything like that. You, you're, this is a participatory um, modality that has come up, you know, yeah. you're part of it. It's not, you're not a victim. You are a creator of this you can have this yourself as well because it's it's all around us it's always moving and it's seeking for the best for you it's just that we block it with our um what do we want to say our the way that we think by our thoughts the, yeah. the mind is so powerful well that's what i was thinking when you were talking it's like blocked by your conscious mind because you said that we have this heart mind mm -hmm. that we don't really even acknowledge that we think this is like all in control up here you know so right. 
we kind of like have it backwards to begin with and you know so then it's hard because we're so up here and we yes. need to move down here and connect the two um and it's such a simple process to do that as well um because up here is um we're always in logic yes you know that mind thrives with logic you know it's the egoic mind um eckhart tolle has you know the power of now and all of his writings the gurus you know these um techniques that i use they've been around for thousands of years you right. know the indigenous cultures have always this is how they live with this type of connection they know and um what's happening uh here in the heart like if you just um what i learned very quickly from uh greg braden did a part of this on um it's on his oh i wish i could think of the name of that on gaia but he walked us through the process of opening up the heart mind yeah in just three minutes you know by breathe you know closing your eyes putting your fingers here or your, you could put your palm there um you could go like this you know they the yogis uh do this if you'll notice it's right here in the heart center but just touching it helps bring your attention there and that's what you want and the thing to do is to be in and uh, whatever you need to think of to bring up the compassion uh to feel compassion or love or gratitude while you're focusing on that it automatically opens up that channel from there to the i could actually feel i mean i was getting palpitations i was like whoa <laughs> and um but the thing about it was you breathe in uh to the count of five slowly and exhale to the count of five that's all you do while you're in that feeling vibration because that feeling i finally understood took me a while is the language of the universe Mm -hmm. it's the language of creation and creating something so by doing this every day for three minutes you open up that channel and you you, you will notice with um practice or guidance how your thoughts start to change because the instruction is coming from here and i mean that channel will open up it was really something Wow, uh, when wow. I started doing it. Yeah, it's very powerful. And we all have this right inside of us. Right. It's just and you're saying three minutes. Three minutes a day. Day. So, like, that's doable. Yeah. So, everybody that's listening could spend three minutes a day breathing in five, breathing out five. And, and be in that feeling of love or compassion you know whatever brings it up it might be your kids it might be your dog it might yep. be going on vacation you know whatever it is that brings up that feeling you know the feeling of freedom yep. being free that's what does it and then it just um by your conscious attention on that part of your body on the heart center it does open up and what happens is the information the instruction flows from the heart to the mind. And what's interesting, like I was talking about the unconscious mind, how it programs all our uh, cells and our organisms and everything. What's very interesting is that um, the heart is the first thing formed. Mm. You know, when we're coming about in the womb, it's the heart. Right. And for it to have its own, you know, they know it now. They and uh, the scientist who uh, discovered it, his name is Amor. Ah. That's his last name, which means love, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, he discovered that, and it's just it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I know we only have a couple minutes, and we could keep going for a long time. I think. Um, yeah, I love this. <laughs> So I know that um, this is Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio, and part of what I've been doing is talking to women 
visionary women that are impacting the world. And it sounds like your work has that impact in changing people's lives. And I think when you're doing that type of work, like if you change my life, then that radiates because it impacts my kids, my family. Like it starts just, I, I call it ripples. It just kind of ripples out from there. Um, so just tell me a little bit about your vision of how your work impacts kind of how it ripples into the world. Well, it does exactly that. Just what you said. I just, um, one of my clients, um, my Wednesday clients, uh, she comes in the evening after work and she, um, she was telling me, I didn't even ask her about how, you know, cause she has children, you know, her husband and everything. And, um, but she was saying how this, what she's been doing with me has saved her marriage because she doesn't think that they would have made it. Um, and how her depression is gone. She used to stay in the bed all weekend. It's very rare for her to get out of the bed and how it's impacted her kids yep. and the household and how the, the actual energy in the house feels lighter. Right. Because of that. And one thing, and you know, and it affects the children. It affects her coworkers at work. They've noticed the change in her. And um, the, um, and she encourages them to say, well, just call her, you know, because I take, um, uh, I don't, you know, take insurance, but uh, with the work that I do and the certifications that I have, I can take HSA accounts, you know, that, you know, and, um, but I got to tell you, people are, where it's affected her to the point that she is actually uh, getting certified to do this work as a clinical wow. hypnotherapist and a practitioner, a neuro-linguistic program, which is the, the language of the mind, mm -hmm. and um, uh, emotional freedom technique, and to be a life success coach. She's doing all of that. So she can help more people because people are um, attracted to her now for um, getting help, you know, like just verbal help for situations that they're in. So she's actually created, and I think she's always had that um, ability and that tendency to help people. But one thing that she noticed, excuse me, one thing that she noticed was that uh, taking on people's problems and not having a way to release it yeah. was bringing her down. So she's learned techniques where she's able to do that so she can still help people. Cause it's all about, you have to, um, this is one thing that I, I really think is important. This is spiritual energy work. Mm -hmm. And it's not a one time, one time, like you press a button and it, automatic and it goes. It's just like brushing your teeth. You have to do it on a daily basis. It becomes part of who you are because that is who you are. Yeah. And um, if it's such a liberating experience that you will want to do it on a daily basis. Like, uh, uh, and then I have other clients who just um, do it you know, they come to me to do it because they're not practicing the tools that I gave them yet. Right. But they will. They will. Because they see the difference that it's made in their lives. Yep, definitely. So I know that you worked for Fortune 500 co companies and you yes. took this bold step to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So tell us what made you. What gave you the courage to make that bold step um, and become an entrepreneur? Well, because I was sick and tired. I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I was sick and tired of trading time for money. I didn't see any way out. It wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted. I couldn't get it from that. And there was so much pressure yep. 
to get things done. I remember at a very young age, I was in my thirties and the one company that I was uh, working for, cause I, you know, I would, I, I worked for several, two companies basically for quite a while. And, um, you know, I left one and went to the other, but yeah. the thing about it was I realized I was in my early thirties and the pressure was so great in my chest. I had been over to get something, you know, like leaned over to just pick something up from my desk and I couldn't get back up because of the mm-hmm. pressure. And I was like, you know what? I am not, like Jim Rohn said, I am not signing up for that class. Mm-hmm. I am not going down that road. So I had a, what you call a come to Jesus meeting with myself. Yep. And I went for a drive one night. I told my husband, I'll be back. I gotta, I gotta think. And um, that's when it their life. And I knew what I didn't want to do anymore. Yep. And so um, what happened was um, I, I tried several different businesses, my husband and I. Uh, I got out of corporate America. Uh, what we did was we got some cleaning contracts where we did janitorial work for medical buildings. And... Um, that was at night, which I didn't care for that. But as I was building this other business, that's the be- that's what we did so that we could pay our bills because we had to eat. And then um, we went, we tried some uh, businesses like multi-level business, multi-level marketing businesses, um, and uh, we got up there. Yeah. But it wasn't for me. That wasn't for me either. You know, there was too much pressure. You know, because I was used, I went from getting a paycheck to if I don't get some sales and some people in my downline, I'm not going to be eating, you know, right. and that was a yeah. whole different type of pressure. So I traded one for the other. Yeah. And then so what I did was I um, got the training that I wanted because I had been helping people all through the years, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the certification that, you know, to be a valid business in healing. Yeah. So that's what I did. I went ahead and did that. I worked part-time. My husband worked full-time to, um, you know, because he always has. But um, I was able to go down to part-time and get my certifications. And then to tell you the truth, I got to tell you, I I pounded the pavement to get to where I am today. Because when we moved here two years ago, I had no clients here at all. Yeah. And like I said, when I help people, it's so that they can go off on their own. I don't want to have a codependent business, you know, where nobody's healing, you know, they're just staying where they're at. So, um, what I did was I, um, went to the, um, hospital here in this town. I didn't know anybody. And I actually walked into the wellness center by mistake, which is about, they promote alternative healing. There you go. And um, yeah. And so, um, and that was just about a year ago in this area. And um, so what I was able to do, I put on hypnotherapy clinics there for people to stop smoking and release weight. I do one yeah. clinic a month there and I, it's at a discounted rate, but it's so effective that doctors are now sending people to yeah. my clinics that they want to, because it's all about up here. And I explained the whole thing to them. Yeah. That's how I stopped smoking. Oh, 20, did you? Okay. 25 or 30 years ago <laughs> was through hypnosis. Wow. So. That's, you know, that's how I did it with self-hypnosis. Yeah. Decades ago, you know, even though I had, and you know, the reason I smoked was, you know, cause I had that horrible asthma. So, you know, that was not yeah. a good thing, no. but it was, <laughs> so I was cool in school, you know, that's when I started, but it got the better of me. And I, I, um, uh, I had some friends that went to a hypnotherapist and they wanted me to go. And I was like, no, I don't want anybody in my head because my education had been Hollywood. Yeah. You know, and but it's nothing, nothing like that. No, not at all. So if a woman is listening to this, thinking about going into her own business and becoming a womanpreneur, what's a simple 
encouragement that you would give her? Would you say go for it or? I would, um, first of all, have a plan, make sure, number one, because a lot of people make this mistake of jumping into something and then you have no income. Yeah. What you do is you continue to make sure you have your income because that is the worst stress that you can have and you will, it, it will mess yeah. you up. It will mess up your path. But, um, but how you frame it is different. It's so, so, so temporary. You're not gonna have the um, financial stress that a lot of people get into when they, well, I gotta get out of this, you know. And the other thing is to sit with yourself and make the right decision about what you are passionate mm. about. Yes. Because when you do something that you're passionate about, you don't have to force a passion. Yeah, it gracefully unfolds. And there is, you know, a lot of people would think about, oh, who's going to buy this? Or if I do this, yada, 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 all that. Everything has its audience. Everything. Right. Yeah. And with the internet. The audience is huge. It's massive. There is somebody that is going to want what you have to sell, you know, because I have some other things that I do on the side too, that I'm very passionate about. I just got a, a um, text before we started talking. There's this director, because I, I write screenplays too. I've been uh, mentored by like Jonathan Demi had mentored oh. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, and he loved my writings. And, um, but that's something that I love to do. I always had stories in my head and I just had a director contact me about a screenplay that he and I, I had, I had done, Jonathan Demi had mentored me on, but things start popping up. I haven't heard from this guy in a year. Yeah. But that's something that I pursue. Pottery. I love pottery. Mm -hmm. Eventually, what I'm going to do is create this healing pottery where the cosmic energy that I run through my body is actually part of the pottery so these people will have these healing pieces yeah. in their homes. Yeah. Nice. So I would say keep your job. You know, until <laughs> until, until you solid. can leave it comfortably. Yeah. But follow that heart. Don't what you you want to stay away from is what you think people expect you to do. Yes get that out of the way. It's all about you because at the end of the day, it's up to you. And when you have that heartfelt business, that passion that is truly yours and you can make it into something phenomenal, um, nothing can stop you. Nothing. Ah, love it. So tell people how they can be in touch with you. And I know that you have a free gift for people. Oh, yes. So first, yes, your, your company is Newport, Oregon Hypnotherapy. Yes. And, um, that is the website as well, NewportOregonHypnotherapy.com. You can also call me. My um, office number is 541-264-8335. And you can email me. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. My email is um, alchemyofoneness at gmail.com. Okay. And we're going to put all of these links in the description below so you'll be able to find them easily. If Right. And there's a um, the healing. It's a free energy healing that I'm doing because I'm um, going to have a global energy healing event on September 8th. That's um, uh, open for anyone, everyone. And it's live. And it's nice. going to be on, um, yes. And there's um, actually, when you go into the free energy healing offer that I have, you know, you just fill out the little um, form, just your first name and your email address, and then you'll get the free energy healing but there'll be information in there also for the September 8th. And when you do sign up, you will be on my email list, 
but I want you to know I'm not a psycho emailer. You know, I do just let people know about events because I don't like to get slammed like that at all. I, I think that's so rude <laughs> and intrusive, yeah. but um, uh, when, you, when you sign up for the free healing, you also get a link for the, um, uh, the global healing on September 8th. It's going to be so profound and it's um, only $37. Huh. And it is, yeah, because I want, I wanted to make it affordable for everybody to be able to get that type of healing that we talked about on this show, because I'm going to be incorporating uh, everything that I have. That's great. So if you're interested in the free healing, it's at bit.ly backslash free energy healing. So bit.ly is B-I-T dot L-Y backslash free energy healing. And I'm going to have that link below also so that you can be in touch with Liv and get on her list so that you know about the September 8th global healing um, because that sounds wonderful as well. So I want to just thank you so much for being here today. It was so wonderful to talk to you and learn about your journey, but also the incredible work that you're doing with people around the world. Well, thank you so much, Donna. I really, really appreciate this opportunity. Much, much love to you and everyone who's listening. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening to Visionary Women Printers Radio. And we'll see you again soon. I'm your show host, Donna Lynn Price and a marketing strategist, business success coach, published author, and keynote speaker. And I want to invite you to pick up a copy of our newly released Visionary Womenpreneurs Field Guide. It's a field guide to more powerful, to more profits, more business, and a lifestyle you love. So to pick that up, visit visionarywomenpreneurs.net backslash field dash guide. That's visionarywomenpreneurs.net backslash field dash guide and get started today. Thanks for joining me today at Visionary Women Printers Radio. I hope it was helpful to you in your journey as a Visionary Woman Printer. And I hope that you'll join our community on Facebook, Visionary Women Printers, and join the conversation. I look forward to seeing you on our next show. Make it a great day.